Hello everybody, how are we doing? Happy Sunday. Welcome back to Life's Your Bitch, the podcast where we are changing the narrative. I hope you guys have had a good week. Let's maybe take this opportunity to have a big breath because I feel like I've not really had a deep breath today. So everybody with me if you don't mind. Try to do that not directly into the mic. Oh, I feel like I could do with about seven of those today. Right. Hello. How are you? I hope you're having a really lovely week. I hope you had a really lovely week whenever you're listening to this. I hope like this episode finds you in a time where you're feeling pretty good because today's episode can definitely be... And I hate that it even is, but it can definitely be a bit of a triggering topic. It's definitely, again, I hate this, a topic that I think in one way or another every female and to be honest probably every person has definitely thought about has had a problem with has been on the wrong side of the issue that is food the relationship to our bodies the relationship to like being healthy and like living a healthy active lifestyle and before we even get into what we're grateful for Please, 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 I am begging you not to listen to this episode if you feel like you're not in a place to. This episode is going to consist of kind of like my journey from like the age of about 16 with food and exercise and my body and all of that good stuff up until my relationship with it now. I've definitely been on the wrong side of it a couple of times and definitely haven't got it quite right always. But I think now I'm actually in a really, really lovely place with it. Definitely the best place I ever have been. And I kind of just want to talk to you about that journey because in my How to Make Life Your Bitch episode a good while ago, well, a couple of weeks ago, I had a, I can't even remember what the question was, but we had a big chat about our relationship to food. And I kind of talked about the generation before us that kind of will eat lunch at 3pm, so won't be having dinner and why it is so important to fuel your body and how actually eating less isn't going to make you lose weight because your body kind of adapts to having less calories so kind of starts using less calories hence why girls lose their periods etc um and the feedback was overwhelming like the feedback was that it helped so many people and i definitely have a bit of like a raw and honest approach to things so it didn't have much fluff around it. Like I obviously always make sure I'm saying things in a nice way, but I was kind of just like what you, what we have been led to believe and what society wants us to believe and what our brain wants us to believe just isn't true. Like it's not facts. For example, you eat less, your body will just start, if not done in the proper way, your body will just start compromising and shutting down other things, which is why you start having less energy, you start losing your period. Like you're not doing yourself a favor here in any way, shape or form. Um, and yeah, so everybody was asking me to do a full, full episode on it and please don't listen to this if you don't feel like you're in a place to hear it. And let's also say I am absolutely by no means a professional. I'm not a PT, I'm not a nutritionist, I'm not a scientist, I'm not a doctor. I am going to be talking about my personal experience, my personal mindsets, kind of things that have really helped me break away from all of that toxic shit that we 
are led to believe that we are taught that society tells us that so much social media tells us that our own fucking brains and our own people in our lives tell us sometimes and how I've managed to get to this place of feeling quite free quite like liberated quite yeah healthy kind of my new approach to healthy kind of redefining what I feel like it means for me to be healthy at this stage in my life how I'm trying to get there how yeah all of that good stuff so I'm not a nutritionist I'm not PT I'm not a dietitian I'm not a scientist I'm not a doctor I also don't want you to listen to this if you think it is going to trigger you if you're not in the place to hear this and yeah without with that being said even let's get into it I'm just gonna put my phone on do not stir because it is podcast time so three things we're grateful for first everybody relax let's bring us bring ourselves back down to earth I am really grateful for I just feel like at the moment I've got a lot to be grateful for I just feel like life is quite lovely at the moment and it's funny because like life isn't anything extreme at the moment but it's quite lovely you know like there's just not much I'm just quite good at appreciating the little things. So do you know what? I guess I'm going to start off by saying that. I'm grateful for, and I have said this before, but I am really grateful for like kind of last year as a whole, forcing me to slow down because within that, it just forced me to really romanticize life and like really appreciate the little things. It really taught me to live a life that I was happy with day to day, I think as well, kind of like not having a lot of, a lot of, in comparison to obviously myself and my own situation the year before, not having a lot of spare money. I feel like at uni, I definitely had a lot of like spare cash because obviously I wasn't really paying rent compared to what I'm paying now. And I don't know, I feel like you just don't really spend a lot at uni. Like uh, like rent, council tax bills really eats up my paycheck. Whereas obviously it wasn't at uni and I'm not earning any more or any less I'd say I'm kind of earning what I did at uni but obviously was spending way less I had more money so was kind of really focused on like going on holiday and had the means to go on city breaks and do whatever so found myself looking forward to things like that and less about the day-to-day whereas having not having that really made me be like what are we going to do today that's going to make us happy because we can't wait for that three months of traveling we've got or like just book a random city break with our friends because we don't have that kind of money now so yeah um just grateful for last year as a whole I feel like it really taught me a lot of things and it really taught me to appreciate the little things which I feel like now more than ever I'm doing I'm really grateful for my boyfriend because we had a really 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 gorgeous surprise Valentine's Day date night the other day and it was just like the best we really rarely get to go on like proper date nights because of his work schedule and never having weekends so I don't know I I do feel like there is definitely like a difference in a weekday and weekend date night just like the pure atmosphere of a place like I'm not saying you need it to be busy because you're just chatting to each other but it definitely kind of brings the atmosphere it definitely kind of like makes it more special you get dressed up because it's a weekend you know everyone else will be dressed up midweek you can kind of get away with just like honestly like hoodies and jeans and just like going for some food even if it's in the same restaurant just because the vibe is totally different so I'm so unbelievably grateful that we had got to have like a Saturday day Saturday night date night because it was just really special and a really lovely few days to be honest what else am I grateful for I'm grateful for I guess let's set the scene my current relationship with myself my body food exercise and everything in between shall we get started on this episode then we are going to, this episode's probably going to be a bit here, there and everywhere. I've wrote myself like a little bit of a timeline, but I'm just kind of going to chat and we're going to see where we end up. 
Okay. I guess maybe let's rewind a bit more. Growing up, I was definitely always aware that I was... Me and Molly always say this, that if you say you're slightly on the bigger side, slightly curvier, or that you have bigger legs than everybody else, everybody is always like, no, you don't. Oh my God, no, you don't. You're you're beautiful. And it's like, whoa, okay, one, that's the issue in itself right there. It's like, I am, and that's okay. And I'm not sad about it, but it's fact. Like when someone's like, oh, borrow my dress. And it's like, oh, that's not going to fit. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it will. It's like, no, 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 you're a size six and I'm a size 12. It's okay that it's not going to fit. I'm not sad that you're smaller than me and I'm bigger and I won't fit into your dress. But let's not, you being like, no, it doesn't. No, honestly, you will fit. No, 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 no. Oh my God, no, I always say the same size. Like silly things like that. Like, no, your legs aren't big. Like, no, it's like you by trying you trying to say they're not is almost like you saying that it's a bad thing that they are. Do you know what I mean? So if I'm going to say things about my body in this, I'm saying them as fact. It's not like a, I felt like it or whatever. Growing up, I was definitely always one of the bigger girls in the classroom. I wasn't by any means overweight. I wasn't big as far as that goes. Like I really feel like I can tread on eggshells in this episode. So I'm going to try and speak as freely as I feel necessary for the context of the episode. If I say something that isn't quite right, I apologize because I just feel like saying big and saying these words is just kind of like, I don't know. But I was always one of the bigger girls in the class. But I wasn't big. I wasn't overweight by any means. I just had legs. I I didn't even have like a stomach. But you know, growing up, there's definitely girls that are kind of like, they've got super fast metabolisms what they eat doesn't affect them at that age. They're just kind of like really thin. I wasn't one of those girls is essentially what I'm trying to say. I was always kind of like the taller, bigger one of the class. And I remember very clearly like in year six, one time my teacher was just trying to like get everybody's t-shirt sizes. I think it was either for like PE or I think it was for sports day. Cause I remember him handing out like red tops and we were in red. So I don't think it was because of um our end of year like play I'm pretty sure it was for sports day and him being like I'm not gonna name the other girls names but like me this girl this girl stand up and he was like yeah you're probably like you probably need this this size and gave us like one of the bigger sizes and then was like okay you guys stand up yeah you're probably awesome like you could probably all fit into this and I don't think he obviously meant anything by it he was just fucking handing out t-shirt sizes but it was like very obvious right there I was like okay us three four we're the bigger girls in this classroom and I've definitely always been aware of that. Um, but that was kind of the extent of that until sadly, probably maybe like 14, I started getting really aware. And I realized yesterday that my fitness pal is actually on 1998. So whenever I got it, I was clearly three years too young to have it. So I don't know if you have to be 16 or 18. What, let's Google it quickly. What age can you get my fitness pal? What age do you have to be? You must be at least 18 years old. I don't know if they've changed that. If they have, I was 15 when I tried to get my fitness pal. So I feel like that kind of sets the scene. I was 15 and I was like very aware of my body and clearly wanted to change that. My fitness pal literally dates back to then. I've got like pictures I used to upload in there and everything. And 
a common theme you're going to see in this episode, and I feel like I may as well say it now, is that I wouldn't say I've ever really struggled with disordered eating as such, but definitely a disordered mindset towards my body. My body has always been quote unquote the issue for me, the thing I'm thinking about. I've never taken drastic food measures. I've never not gone out with friends. I've never not ordered a dessert if I wanted dessert. I've never really had a problem with eating food. Even in different phases that I'm going to talk about now, if me and my friends are going out, I've never had an issue at uni. I never had an issue. I would drink. I would eat. If me and my friends were going on a picnic and I was supposed to quote unquote be on a deficit and a few times I've had a coach, which we can, again, we can go on to. I never had an issue eating the food. I was definitely aware of it, um, but I would never, I've never like really binged. I've never really had restrictive eating as such, but I've definitely always been hyper aware of how my body looks, how it feels, how it fits in clothes, how it looks compared to everybody else's has always been a huge thing of mine. It's like, where do I sit in this room? Am I on the bigger end of everybody in this room? Am I on the smaller end of everybody in this room? Hyper focused on everybody else's body and how their clothes look on them and how they fit them. And that has always been, unfortunately, my thing. But I guess I am, not I guess, I am really grateful that I've never had really restrictive eating or disordered eating um I say I guess because like obviously food has had an impact on or my body and the way I feel about my body has definitely had an impact on kind of how I've eaten and habits that I've picked up but food was never really my issue so I had my fitness pal and I would track on and off and I would do all these things and I would always want to lose weight but I guess what I'm saying is I never got to the point where I was really restricting myself ever which I am very grateful because I can picture that as like just a whole nother realm of like something to come back from like healing my relationship with my body was like hard enough never mind if I had to do body and food anyway so yes, I was on and off of my fitness pal. And then I basically first got into the gym when I was like 16. And I was that girl at school that was like Monday to Friday, every day I went to the gym after school and I really loved it. And I felt quite strong and I felt quite nice. I definitely did just do like abs a lot. I remember my, there was like a PT in my gym who I kind of became good friends with. And he would be like, oh, there's these little challenges on the treadmills that like you should, you should do one. Um, and there was this like 2.6k like if you've ever been on one of those treadmills where you can like turn it into a tv thing and you're like running through somewhere there was like a 2.k 2.6k route and I would kind of like every time I would go in would try and get that faster and faster and then would kind of like do some abs or like do some arms there wasn't a squat machine or a well, I don't even think there was a Smith machine to be honest. It was like a leisure center gym. So I wasn't doing anything crazy. I was going in, was maybe doing a bit of arms, was doing a bit of abs on cable machines, was running, but I did shred a lot of weight. I feel like one thing about me is I do, if I'm wanting to lose weight, which I think has always been a really hard part for me, I can. So I have seen myself in states where I think, wow, that was like the ideal body. And for a long time, that was like 16, 17 year old me. I shred a lot of weight and I, yeah, was super thin, had lots of abs. I also guess growing up, I did a lot of dance. Um, so I don't know if it's kind of like muscle memory. I remember like when I was younger, my friends at dance, me and my friend like had our tops off once and we were in like our sports bras in like one of the fitness sessions or one of the dance sessions, I think, because we used to go 
three hours after school every single day. We would go from five till six, five till eight, sometimes five till nine, every single night, Monday to Friday. Thursdays, to be fair, we were only there for like two hours because we had our fitness session and then we had, I can't remember what was after it, but that I remember always being home at like half seven. And then we'd have competitions on Sundays. So I definitely was always active, although I never see myself as an active kid because I didn't run, I didn't do netball. I wouldn't want to take part in PE. I wasn't like sporty, but I would dance and I danced a lot. I remember, yeah, one time we had our tops off and our friends were like, okay, abs. And I never remember myself having abs while dancing. I never remember myself having a good body. I remember myself feeling like the biggest girl in the room and not really fitting in. So maybe it's a bit of muscle memory that when I lose weight, I definitely do kind of lose it off my stomachs and I definitely do, I can lose weight quite quickly. Again, I really don't want, I'm not going to keep um, prefacing and saying please don't feel triggered because I said that at the beginning so I need to just chat but yeah I have found in the two times that I've kind of lost a lot of weight in my life it did happen quite quick and I definitely end up kind of looking very similar quite shredded on the stomach my arms don't really change that much um and the second time I lost a lot of weight I did definitely see it off my bum on my legs which is kind of definitely the last place I lose it and the first place I gain it anyway um and then I went to uni and I'm kind of in like year 13-ish. Like it wasn't a priority anymore. I went to the gym once at uni. I remember it very clearly. I didn't like it. It wasn't fun. It also wasn't close. So I never really went. And I went to the pure gym once. Literally hated every second of it. Came home, was like not doing that again. And then in second year, I can't remember why I would have really got back into the gym. Because I was going to Ballantines and I feel like I would have started that at home first. I was in and out of the gym. Nothing was very consistent. Um, and I joined a Ballantines in Leeds because there was a Ballantines at home and I just thought, yeah, great. That's me sorted. That's like a gym for both places. And I can't really remember my motive behind this, but I got a coach and yeah, in my head, I'm like, I was definitely going to the gym a bit more on and off. I can't remember really why that started to happen again. But in second year, oh, lockdown. Lockdown obviously happened. And we were just being a bit more active. You know, like I've definitely got active brothers. They they grew up playing rugby. So we would be doing like fun little sessions in the garden all the time. My mum had like a PT before lockdown. So he was doing fun online classes and it was just like a fun time for all of us. I started to like try and handstand. I'm pretty sure I went on like one or two, like 2K runs. And that's probably what it was. So I went back to uni and I was kind of already in to lockdown. Yeah, I started my Valentine's in at home during the kind of lockdown when I would go in, I'd be wearing a mask. That's kind of what happened. So I must've gone back to uni and wanted to keep it up. I was doing the shreddy at home um, challenge. So me and my friend would go and do it in like our living room downstairs. And then gyms opened back up and me and my friend did like the shreddy 12 week challenge. And then I got a coach and I look back now and I'm like, wow, I definitely didn't need to lose weight. What I probably wanted was like a bit of a body recomp. So less about losing weight, more about like turning, getting more muscly. A body recomp is kind of like, it's a little bit of a cut. Like it's a little bit about losing weight but it's more about like what's body recomp recomposition like 
changing what is in your body to like muscle essentially um and that's probably definitely what I wanted but I kind of went into this coach and was like I want to be I'm not going to give out measurements I don't think just because I don't want people to ever compare because I also don't want people who are this weight to think that they're a bad weight because I've seen I follow a lot of fitness accounts on Instagram and I've seen girls that are said weight that was my goal weight and they carry it well you know they must be shorter they are a lot more muscly but when I got down to this said goal weight that I had with my coach I and if you followed me back then you'll probably remember I thought I looked great on reflection I looked like a child I don't hold I don't suit holding that little weight it doesn't suit my body it's not my natural body it's not the way my fat on my body naturally sits like I said I hold it in my bum I've always had a bum (laughs) I've always had legs um and when I had this coach I yeah basically went in with the wrong goal and wanted to lose too much weight and I think a coach has some kind of responsibility to say you don't need to lose any more weight I think we should stop and this coach didn't and I My friend is actually currently still with the same, like still with this coach. I say still, I didn't know her when I was going through this, but she is with this coach and this coaching company now. And her experience sounds totally, totally, totally opposite to mine. Actually what I definitely needed at the time. But this coach always was posting on Instagram that she was, she'd come from kind of like a, she was overweight and then went into restrictive eating, was too small and now has like built back a lot of muscle and is out of that. So her page is very much like, um, she has a lot of clients that are recovering from an ED. Do you know what I mean? It's promoting very much the right message. And when I was with her, that was not the fucking case at all. I would get told to not eat carbs or like fat if I was going out for drinks. And obviously I was at uni, so I was going out for drinks a lot. I would get told to just eat like a piece of lean protein and then go out for the night, which is absolutely fucking ridiculous. And again, if you are triggered by like that kind of like restrictive eating, if it's something you're going through now, please don't listen to this. It's literally not worth it. I don't want to give you ideas. I don't want to trigger you. I don't want you to hear about this kind of stuff if you're not in a place to, but yeah, I would get told to just eat a piece of lean meat and like go out for the evening. And I, at this time was like vegetarian as well. So that was really tricky for me to kind of like do this, but Yeah, it really wasn't a great experience. At the time, it was like addictive. And I, like I said, did not have problems with restrictive eating. I knew what she was telling me to do was a little bit mental. But I also knew that technically, if you want to lose weight, a calorie deficit is the only way to do it. Whether that's eating less or working out more, you are only going to lose weight if you are expending more than you're eating. Again, it sounds like something that should be toxic. It's fact. That is how you would lose weight. So I knew, I knew her telling me to not eat carbs and to like kind of restrict essentially if I was going out was crazy. So I was aware of that. And I was like, I don't love that you're telling me to do that, but I'm aware that that is technically what I would need to do because I'm going to go and consume a lot of calories later. But so 
I listened to her in parts and I listened to her day to day. But when it came to things like that, I was like, look, if I'm hungry before my night out, I'm going to eat some carbs. And I know I need to eat some carbs. So I was really lucky that it didn't affect me that much. But still day to day, she had me not eating a lot of calories. And I was very quickly seeing myself become smaller and smaller. And that feeling is addictive unfortunately for someone that has always had such a thing about being the biggest girl in the room so again never was never have I been quote-unquote big when I say biggest girl in the room I was size 10 biggest but I've always just I don't know through dance and through school I've always had friends that are really quite itty bitty like all of my friends have always for some reason been like a size six size eight so I was not even like I've had friends that like have been tiny tiny like size four size six again I don't think that's an issue whatsoever I think some people are naturally like that that's naturally how they hold weight that's how they naturally are and that's what I'm trying to say in this episode is I'm not I'm not like that I'm naturally always have been a good size 10 which again gorgeous size and now I look back and then my heart breaks but that's what our brain does to us and like it doesn't even make sense why we would feel that way anyway essentially I had this coach she really wasn't great I lost a lot of weight really quite quickly and was tiny um but loved it um which is absolutely horrific to say I was still a kilo away actually from my goal weight but I was just so small and I had no energy whatsoever I really wasn't strong again I kind of thought I was I kind of didn't realize that something was wrong because I was eating okay. If my friends were going out for a picnic, I would get an ice cream with them. I would eat all the bread and all of the cheese and all of the hummus. I would go out drinking if I wanted to. I didn't have a problem with that. And I was kind of still progressing with my weights in the gym. And I was, I felt really good in myself and I felt really confident. The part there that wasn't healthy was, oh my God, I was so heavily reliant on I feel good because I am small. I am one of the smallest girls in the room. I would walk into a room, again, I would do the same thing and I would assess and I'd be like, yeah, cool, I'm one of the smallest in here. Great, I have the means to feel confident, which is just ridiculous. So for me, that's where that like disordered mindset came in around just like being small, not around restricting. Anyway, I didn't have a period at this time, but I was also on contraception. Um, I did then come off come off it and never got my period back so I think there was obviously something going on there where I didn't have my period because I was on the injection and I never got a period on the injection I came off the injection and I never got it back and my skin was really awful and I had no energy and all of this stuff so I'm not saying I lost my period because of restrictive eating because I will never know because I didn't have one but I think me being so small and not eating enough obviously didn't help get it back because it didn't come back then I didn't have one um but then I went back on contraception because I met my current boyfriend so there's not really an end to that on whether I had a period or not and if it was a result of my food and my body or not so I can't comment but then I'd met my boyfriend and my boyfriend is very much a gym boy he trains for strength he loves food he loves going out he introduced me to lots of gorgeous rosés and lovely restaurants in Leeds and we would go to the gym together and I really liked the way that he trained and I left my coach in like December of that year so now we're in third year and I started eating more I started tracking less and 
kind of just like living life a bit more, going to the gym five times a week, enjoying it, enjoying food, enjoying company with the girls, enjoying my boyfriend's company. And this was actually really, 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 I can't tell you how hard this part of my life was because I, again, relatively, like how hard it was in terms of like, it just shouldn't have been this hard. Like your body changed. I gained maybe like three kilos and I would be crying because my jeans didn't fit the way they did. Um, because like I said, I gaining weight, it's going straight to my thighs and straight to my bum. And I look back at pictures now, I'm like, you look fucking incredible. Like my back was strong. I was getting strong in the gym. Like my boyfriend was pushing me in the gym. I was getting strong. Like I was admiring how strong I was. Like we're talking, this girl was strong, strong, 165 kilo hip thrust strong was squatting 60 kilos when I wasn't even 60 kilos for reps. Like I was strong single arm bent over row, pulling up those 20 kilos. Like I was strong for how little I was. And I would get changed and just cry that things didn't fit me right. And I would constantly look back at old pictures when I had shredded abs and no bum and no legs and no energy and like no life in my eyes. And would be like, no, like what have I done? I had it and I kind of like let it all go. And it was just, oh my God, it's really sad and it's really bizarre. Because like I said, I was so strong. I looked incredible. I started to look more like a woman again. My bum was coming back. I had thighs. I was having a gorgeous time with my boyfriend. I was strong. I had more energy. Basically, I got hit by something called POTS. Had to leave the gym and started gaining weight. Um, Wasn't focused on how I was looking. Went traveling, wasn't tracking, wasn't focusing on what I was looking like, was hardly in the gym because I wasn't very well. And now we're fast forwarding to beginning of last year. God, what time are we? Okay, we're half an hour in. I hope you're having fun. Last year, I decided to get another coach. I decided to try again because I wanted to get back in the gym and I put on my story, I kind of need someone who can take me into like hybrid training. I want someone who's really gonna focus on me having more energy back. I want someone who's really gonna focus on me being the healthiest version of me, who knows what POTS is, who kind of gets what I'm going through. And this is when I had my coach, Holly. And Holly, I owe so much to Holly. She taught me how to run. I signed up to my first half marathon from never having put on a pair of running trainers before really. And I needed someone to teach me how to run, to keep me accountable. I definitely still wanted to be smaller. I thought that if I ran a half marathon and got a coach and started tracking, inevitably I would get smaller. Something I learned, if you want your body to do things it's never done before, you have to fuel your body like you've not fueled it before. You have to treat it like you've not treated it before. And spoiler alert, I didn't lose any weight. But I do owe a lot to Holly because Holly let me come into coaching. We never took my weight. We took progress pictures once. And I said, I actually don't want to do that again. And she was like, okay, we didn't take measurements. So with my old coach, I would take pictures of myself every two weeks. I would weigh myself every two weeks. I would measure my whole body every two weeks um, and send them off. And like my calories would go down if I hadn't lost weight. And again, I guess this is what I was paying the girl to do, but in my head, you've got responsibilities to step in, I think, and check in with people. I don't know. Joint effort. Who knows? Less of that. Anyway, Holly was the opposite. She was fantastic. Um, took me up to my half marathon and I was feeling good. I was kind of like redefining fitness. I definitely wasn't that locked in. I was running three times a week, was missing 
my gym sessions quite regularly. I was supposed to be in two sessions. Was a busy girl, was missing my gym sessions regularly, was tracking. I actually don't have a problem with tracking my food. I actually really enjoy tracking my food. I find it quite liberating um, because it's always more food than you think. Like yesterday I was, I'm tracking again. We're going to have a whole progress update by the end of this episode. But like yesterday I was tracking and realized I had like enough for like a gorgeous fat half an avocado on a gorgeous piece of sourdough bread after my lunch. And I was like, absolutely. Whereas before I would have thought, no, 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 I can't eat that. So that's why I really love tracking. But anyway, I was tracking with Holly and yeah, I didn't lose any weight, but Holly definitely redefined what fitness was to me and really, really, really helped me break somewhat out of that mindset. When I was with Holly, I decided I'm going to delete every single progress picture on my phone and I'm going to start shredding the idea of that girl who was, when I was like 20, 21 and no, 20, I was 21 last year. When I was like 19, 20... No, I was 20. It was like September of 20. I was 20, 20 20.5 when I was at my smallest. It was September of 21. So I was 20, I think that works out. Um, When I was at my absolute smallest. And I was like, I, if I'm gonna move on with my life, I need to get this version of me out of my life, out of my sight, redefine what being healthy means to me, redefine what the best version of me is, because I'll tell you fucking what, I know it's not her, she had no energy, she had no proper period, she, yeah, would walk into a room and would assess where, if you were to line everybody up in here on who looks best, where would I fit in, and that is, for me, the mindset that was just like, that needs to fucking go, like, I need to fucking get rid of that version of hanging on to that version of just redefine everything that's going on here so slowly but surely last year I started to kind of chip away at that I deleted all the progress pictures you won't find a picture of me standing in front of my camera at that time in my life I obviously have got like bikini pictures from that summer and stuff with my friends because they're memories but I deleted all which was I can't tell you how fucking huge that was for me I deleted all of the progress pictures because I would look at them every other day, I would look at those pictures constantly, look what, look what you look like, you have the means to look like that, and you don't look like that anymore, so they all went, and I got rid of some clothes, but I got rid of them, like, oh, I'll leave them at home, I'll fold, I'll fold them up and put them away, and then actually only come September was I, like, get rid of these fucking clothes, get fucking gone, get out of my fucking life, I did, I filmed it all for YouTube as well. I did a, the fattest declutter you've ever seen. Anything I put on my body that made me question my body went. If I put on a sports bra and it felt like it dug in, I was like, you're fucking going because I'm not having something in my wardrobe that I put on and think, oh yeah, if I just lose a couple of kilos, I could get into that again. I was like, fucking, I, I, can't, I can't do this anymore. If I'm gonna move on, if I'm gonna redefine what this is, if I'm gonna fall in love with fitness again, if I'm going to ever want to make changes to my body and my lifestyle and my eating, it needs to be in a whole brand new way that I've never thought of it before. And the only way we're gonna fucking get there is if we get rid of everything that points me in the other direction. Leggings that dug in, leggings that I wore back then that technically fit me now, but they made me think of it. Any sports bras that made me think of that time in my life, any jeans, any tops, any jeans that I put on and thought, yeah, again, if I, they do up, but they're not super comfy, no, gone, like, I got rid of 
everything that made me feel even the slightest bit rubbish. Anything that I'd put on and think, oh yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit tired, but like, well, I'll get in that because I will, I will lose weight again eventually. No, gone, get out of my life. I was like, I just need to start fresh. And I do think girls fluctuate. So if I ever do this again, I do think, yeah, girls fluctuate. There are times and days and months where some jeans fit me and some don't. And I don't necessarily think it's a very sustainable or good idea to have that approach. But this was more, this was not about sustainable. This was not about like being money savvy. It was just like, I need to get this mindset out of my head. And the only way I think I'm going to do that is if I literally purge it. And that's what I did at the end of the last year. And I, within this time as well, was really working towards my strength again, was I'd ran a half marathon, I'd signed up for another half marathon. And I really was trying to redefine what it meant to be healthy. I left my last coach after my first half marathon because to be honest, I couldn't actually really afford to have a coach. And I think I just realized that I need some time to purge this old lifestyle, not have a coach, not really have a big set gym program and just live a bit and try and not focus on that. And that's what I did. And I would say I did a very fucking good job. I I'm in a really wonderful place with my body at the moment. I have put my body through two half marathons. I ran 23K with my friend the other day, which was just mental to me. And I am strong again and I enjoy things like run clubs. And I have a lot of friends that like like running and all look really different. And I, I'm in a really good place at the moment. And I would say from like September onwards of last year I was just like yeah we're we're redefining this like I'm so done with that version of me and it was so big to actually sit myself down and be like I actually don't want to be her I actually don't and to start being like I actually don't think she really looks that good either I think she looks a bit like a child I don't think she looks like me I feel like it's kind of people that like have big boobs and they get breast reduction and they're like, I don't actually really feel like me. I feel like you kind of take and person my part of my personality. And I think that's how I kind of felt. I was like, I don't really like that. I don't think you look great. I kind of want a good bum. I, I, I feel like it's one of my best compliments. I put on a dress and everyone's like, oh, you've got a nice bum. And I didn't have that. And I just felt like small. And it didn't help that I actually got a lot of male attention because... I don't know. It's fucked up. I just did. And I was also single and I hadn't been single in a while. So that's probably why. But yeah. Not that like everybody wants me. But as in like, I don't know. I hadn't been seeking male attention before. And I got smaller and got single all within the same couple of months. So it was like, I was in a p- position where I was dating and I was on dating apps. And I was like having a fun summer. And I was really small. So like the two went hand in hand. But that didn't help, to be honest. <laughs> So yeah, where am I now? I'm in a place now where I actually decided two days ago to get another coach. And that is because I now trust myself. I now know what my motivations are. I know they're coming from a good place. 
which has taken me so much work. I know I really love fitness. I know where my limits are. I know where my boundaries are. I know what my triggers are. And I know what I want from life, health, fitness, myself, my coach, etc. Okay, okay. Where do we go with this? Where do we navigate this? What have I left out? This t- About three months ago, I was in the best place I would say I've been within health and fitness. I was on actually on a 5k runner plan, Code Megan, for two, Code Megan 2, for two weeks th- free of the running app that I use, Runner. I was on a 5k running plan and I had set myself a new gym program and I was hitting actually six workout sessions a week. Um, but my runs were really short. So some of those were like 30 minute sessions and I was feeling in fuck incredible. I was doing what I said I was going to do. The motivation was no longer to be smaller. It was to be strong. It was to be energized. It was for routine. It was for my mental. Never have I understood working out for your mental health like I have in the last year. The last year has been the year that I've been most consistent and most enjoyed all of my workouts that I've stepped into because my motivation is I need to run this half marathon so I need to go and get this run done. I want to lift 70 kilos so I need to go and get my squats done. I need mental clarity, get me on the pavement in my running trainers. I need, I'm angry, I need to release, get me at that squat rack. Like, and it's the year that I've not lost as I've actually only gained weight this year, I think. I've not weighed myself, but I would probably say I've only gained weight this year. Yet it's been the year that I've enjoyed exercise the most. I've loved every single session. I have made friends from exercise. I exercise, like, I'm, I have a Saturday. I'm like, what should I do? I'm like, oh, I should go to a run club. And that has just never been the case for me before. So I'm just in such a good place with my motivation. And like I said, that has always been the bad point and the trigger where the kind of like disordered mindsets come in for me. And I no longer walk into a room and think, am I the biggest? Am I the smallest? Am I whatever? Don't get me wrong. Like those, those feelings don't just go. But because I've kind of let go of that version of me, I'm, I've let go of the need and the want to be the smallest person in the room. I no longer give a flying fuck where I, where I sit in that. What I do wonder is like, I don't, but what I'm trying to get to wonder, I'm not wondering anything, but if I were to, it's like, am I the happiest in here? Am I feeling good? Am I feeling good on myself? Am I feeling confident? Uh, yeah. Not like, am I the happiest in this room? Am I the smallest? Am I the biggest? Like, am I feeling confident in this room where I am right now? Most of the time, yeah, I am. I love my body. I appreciate my body for what it is. Um, I no longer hate on my body. I'm not saying that I'm in love with my body and how it looks and I'm just, I never want to change anything ever again and I'm so obsessed and oh my God, like I'm just the prettiest. No, but... I no longer let myself look in the mirror and pull it apart. If I um, catch myself in my underwear in the mirror, I'll pull them up to my hips, where it makes me feel good. And I'm like, you look fucking great. If I'm not feeling good, I'll self-tan and I'll just kind of like wear some baggy clothes and I'll just get on with it. Like, I'm really trying to not focus on how my body looks. And for me, the main thing in that was like removing that version of me that I so badly wanted to like get back to and that held like such a big place in my brain. It was exhausting. So now I have decided to get a coach and you may be thinking, what the actual heck? That is such a contrast to everything you've just said. But I think it it's because I do really value my body and I know my body can do really cool things. And I do have aesthetic goals, but like I've said, we're looking at this in a whole brand new light I think 
social media and stories like that make you think that you can't want to have aesthetic goals and you can it's okay to want to look a certain way or to feel a certain way or to have when I say look a certain way I'm thinking like I want to have muscles I want you to look at me and be like oh my god that girl has biceps I want you to look at me and be like have you seen that girl's ass have you seen that girl's quads like she's a fucking machine that is what I want I want to feel confident I want to feel athletic I want to feel strong I want to feel empowered in my own body and I've decided to get a coach because I feel like I'm at that point now where I've proved to myself my heaviest self can run my fastest half marathon I've proved to myself my heaviest self is my strongest self is can be the most confident version of myself and that it has nothing that, that has absolutely fuck all to do with it so now I'm at this point where I'm like I really want to push myself and I think it also comes from like I managed to put this into everything, don't I? Being self-employed and stuff, no one's really controlling an element of my life at all, what I'm doing day to day, what my outcomes are, what my incomes are. There's no one controlling that. That's all very much down to me. So I've always, as you can tell by the story, liked the idea of having a coach, someone I can chat to, someone I can be like, this didn't work, this did work. Actually, I want this goal, I want this. And just like have that chat and that motivation with, that accountability with, that inspiration with. And I've decided to join Let's Grow Coaching, which is Lauren, Lauren not is her last name, isn't it? Um, coaching. And I mean, we're only a couple of days in, but I'm so glad I have. She basically put this body recomp up and she looked like a powerful woman. You could see this girl's muscles and she's like training for a marathon. She's training for like, I don't know if she said online actually what her time goal is, so I'm not going to say it. She's training for a very impressive marathon time. She's like lifting 200 kilos hip thrusts in the gym. She is strong. She is mentally like strong. Her routine is in such a great place. And I was like, I want to be someone like you. I no longer want to be that coach that I used to follow that was like teeny tiny and had a tiny waist and was in that smaller weight class. She put up her body recomp like very unapologetically. And I was like, it's so nice to see kind of like that weight class that I'm in and see you looking like powerful and strong. And like, I want that. I want to feel like the healthiest version of me. I want to feel like the strongest version of me. I want to feel like the most energetic version of me. And I want to tell someone what all of my past experiences are with food and my body and with coaching. And I want someone to take me on that journey to like be proud of myself and like feel feel good and feel confident and feel just like impressed and empowered by myself. I want to be able to like run half marathons but lift really heavy in the gym. And I do want to look like someone that goes to the gym. I do. I want nice little defined arms and a sexy back. Not little, as in like I was saying little like little arms like kind of like oh see I trip up on silly words like that strong arms strong defined arms I want a sexy defined back I want I do kind of want some abs because I don't have very strong abs so I want like a strong core and if my abs don't come through but I know I've got strong core fine I don't care I want someone to be like oh do you want to come play paddle at Deansgate and me be like I know I can run around a pitch for an hour like I know I'm fit enough to do that so I'd be like do you want to come on a hike do you want to try this pole dancing class with me and just feel like yes I can do that because I know that I'm strong and I trust myself and I feel empowered by myself and I feel energetic and I fuel myself correctly 
and all of those things. So I've got a coach and I'm fucking excited. Like I'm excited. I love going in every session and trying to lift heavier than the last, trying to get one more rep than the than the last, trying to lift a little bit more slower and controlled than the last. And I love having someone to report back to and who week on week can be like, well fucking done, you smashed that. I feel like me and my body have been through hell together and I just want to be like, I have got you. You are incredible. You are strong. You look fantastic. And I don't know, like, just feel really good. And I trust myself and I really trust the coach that I've picked that we can get to that place. And yeah, it's about what my body can do. Yes, I've got aesthetic goals, but I, not even, I just want my body to be like a result of what I can do. And if that is, to me, that is the likes of strong arms and strong legs, muscle, you know, it's not, actually the skinniest me is useless now because there's no way she can squat hundred kilos. <laughs> there's no way. So however my body looks as a result of me achieving those goals and being that athletic version of myself, cool, I'll take it because I don't care anymore. And I've really let go of what I thought I should look like. And yeah. I did not think my journey portion of that would take 50 minutes. But yeah. For me, I'm just really trying to just like redefine that at the moment. I want to be healthy, strong, energetic. I want to... To be honest that's it. I want to make sure I'm adding like nutrition into my life. Like I just want to treat my body with the fucking respect that it deserves. Like put some fucking respect on my name, please. Like give this girl some fucking broccoli with her dinner. Take this girl for a run. Don't you dare be fucking mean to this girl in the mirror. She's just taking you on a fucking 10k run. Like who the fuck are you to talk down on me? It's something I always say to Molly. I'm like, don't be mean to my friend when she's talking about herself. Like, I feel like that's what I've never done. I've never just like put some respect on my body of like, this thing is doing so much for you. How the, how fucking dare you? Like, what's the word? Diminish? No, like shrink it down to something as just like so stupid as how it looks and it being small. It's like, have some fucking respect. This, you're trying to put this thing through hell. Like, who are you to tell tell it how it should look and that it should be smaller? Like, it's trying its best out here to just fucking keep you alive. And I think that's kind of like my new mindset going forward of just like treat my body with some respect. Like, give it some fucking vegetables on its plate. Feed it with like whole nutritious foods. Take it to the gym. As well as like, as my mind, like, I know it's seeing exercise as well as like, it's good for my mind. I'm not, I'm not turning up here to... I'm not turning up on this run as a form of weight loss. I'm turning up on this run because I've got a race booked in and because it gives me mental clarity and because I enjoy it and because it's fun and because I want to see what my body is capable of and I want to push myself. I'm not here to shrink or even to prove anything to anyone else. Even though I do have little girls like, I want a sexy back and whatever. It's like within this moment, no, that's not what we're thinking about. It's like, how good is my rep? How strong is my rep? How am I feeling? 
like we're here to push ourselves and to like be strong we're not here to change ourselves like we're here to push ourselves not change ourselves and that mindset is what last year let me get into the gym five days a week and have that mental clarity and feel so good and be strong because I wasn't there to be small anymore like I didn't have the space in my brain to think about shrinking myself anymore like I'd been it's so it's such an exhausting thing to think about all the time like it's those things of those girls like being skinny is my Roman empire it's like it's sad how much of a universal experience it is and it's sad how fucking true it is it's like do you know how fucking exhausting it is to think about your body 24 7 jesus fucking christ and i think that's always been my issue in the past is that like it is what i'm thinking about and it's because i would keep clothes in my wardrobe that made me feel like that and took me back to that time and i would i wouldn't buy anything else like i i wouldn't fucking let go of that version of me and i I let myself buy one pair of size 12 Zara jeans and I wore them every fucking day with the same fucking top because I wouldn't let myself kind of like, it felt like I was like giving in and like giving up on losing that weight again. And it just one day, like I said, I have to have to fucking cut the ties and be like, I, I don't want to be you. I don't want to be you. Stop fucking controlling my life. I don't want to be you. Get rid of all the fucking jeans buy myself some new fucking clothes. Do you know how instantly, how much better I felt? Do you know how instantly I didn't feel big anymore? I just felt like a fucking body. I didn't feel big because I wasn't comparing myself. I wasn't trying to fit myself into things that didn't fit. Just like give up on that version of me. And instantly then things were so much fucking easier and less heavy. I just had to like do that. Anyway, and now I'm in a really great place and I focus on adding things to my diet like greens and vegetables and fruits. And when I go and pick a snack, I'm like, what snack is going to fuel me now? Like, if you want chocolate, okay, fine. But do you want chocolate? Because like, you're trying to, I've got this funny thing where like, I just want to eat sweet things and things that are bad for me to like prove to myself that I don't want to be small and that like, I don't care and I can eat this. But actually, that's not what, is going to fuel me in that moment and that's not what's best for me so there's still definitely things that I'm like unlearning from the last year of like again treat your body with respect it's like you know you don't have to be the smallest version of you but you also don't have to eat three chocolate bars to prove that to yourself kind of thing finding this like funny middle ground again which is why I want a coach to be like again this is what I'm struggling with like I've always been a healthy meal eater so something I was supposed to say earlier my meals have always been healthy. Like I'm always a very vegetable heavy fats, protein, carbs, dinner. Like I always make good dinners, good lunches. I'm not someone who will make like quote unquote nutrition, nutritionally lacking meals. My meals are always really good for me. Always really satisfying. Love it. It's my snacks where I'm like, I want six chocolate bars and I want this and I want that because I've told myself so many times before that that's bad food and you can't have that so I feel really naughty and like quickly eat them all so yeah definitely still things I'm unlearning but my my mindset at the moment is like eating for fuel and like letting myself yeah letting myself have the foods I want to enjoy but also being like have you had enough fruit today and not because fruit is what you eat eat when you want to lose weight because fruit is what's good for you and that is what's gonna give you your vitamin c from your oranges and 
it's good for your gut and I mean I'm not gonna sit here and explain why fruit and veg is good for you but you know what I mean like changing that mindset of like I'm eating this because I want to lose weight and I want to be the smallest version of me to like no I'm eating this because this is gonna give me more fuel and more energy than like a a biscuit is and I will still have the biscuit if I want the biscuit that's absolutely fine but I'm gonna eat my fruit and my veg because it's what's good for me kind of thing and I think little swaps like definitely help prove that to you of like um zero percent like jam and zero percent maple syrup and like stuff like that that is very heavy on like weight loss stuff I'm like just have the real thing you know treat like just treat your body normally with some respect like yeah trying to just focus on foods that are good for me mindsets that are good for me and I'm gonna leave this episode here because I could go on and on and on and on and I've been talking you talking at you for an hour and my camera's definitely gonna go off if you've got any questions leave them in the box dm me at life's your bitch and let's chat maybe we can do a part two that's questions and kind of like mindsets and things and habits that pulled me out of that but I think I've done quite a good job at explaining and I'm excited for this next portion of my life like I really am I just I do love fitness I love fitness. I love the gym. I love running. I'm excited to go in and prove to myself that I'm more than my body. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, I'm so excited to be so strong and like run and just like be full of energy and be like a happy, healthy version of me. And I just feel like I've come such, such, such a long way in the last couple years. So I'm really, really proud of myself. Um, So yeah, I hope that was helpful. I hope it was interesting. I hope it inspired you to look at yourself than more than like what you look like um and yeah i love you guys a lot my stomach is rumbling i need to go and eat some lunch Mwah. love you guys so much i'll see you next actually maybe i'll see you during the week for a bonus episode oh i've said too much Mwah. love you so much goodbye <laughs>